0: We saw some of the best golf you're ever going to see.
1: These deals, I think, were way more important than the Suns getting
0: This is the most painful part for me. That means it's the Jameis Winston and Taysom
1: Hill show. Yes.
0: Boom! The Fistbump Boys are back. As always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the Fistbump Boys. Little, uh, little different this evening. We, uh, we are not able to be in person. Everybody's fine. Everybody's okay. A little bit of uh, potential sickness going through the Hubbard household over here. With I, I don't even know how many kids are running around here anymore. But uh, I think and, the uh, last
1: count it was like forty nine thousand three hundred and something. Yeah, it was somewhere. Yeah, it,
0: it, it's it's a lot. Uh, But a couple of uh, people in my house uh, had symptoms. Everybody's, you know, no problem, but out of what, you know, to use the cliche, abundance of caution, Gio and I are recording remotely this evening. So that is the reason for the, the slightly different sound. We are hopeful that all tests come back negative and the boys can be back in person again next week. That said, we are here, and we're still going to get what we all want for episode 35 of oh, the fist Bump
1: Boys. We're, we're getting up there now. No, Man, it's, our, it's, it's starting it's, to become real.
0: It's starting to become real. We're here. We're ready to talk some sports, and we are going to start somewhere that I don't think we've ever started a show with before.
1: Well, I don't think the people realize how significant this sport is to the fist boys. And, and,
0: and so we are going to be talking about golf to start it off. Some of you are happy. Some of you, uh, you'll get over it because we'll get some another sports in a minute. So to, to give the backstory that Gio just referred to, uh, you know, golf kind of started this whole this whole monster. I mean, yes, Gio and I have been talking sports since we first met. Hey, we 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 connected as best friends due to the sport of yeah. football. Yeah. Uh, both of us playing when we were younger, but um, now it's a, a little over you know a year and a half ago, whatever it is now. Uh, no, it's it's a little over a year ago. We went to a tournament uh, in New York. Yeah, it was last August. It, it was last August. Yep, <clears throat> and I. Uh, that's kind of where this this whole idea kind of took shape and we we hit the ground running but um we're both big golf fans uh we we attempt to uh gain access to golfing facilities from time to time I don't know if what we do could legally be called playing golf but I mean not for me <laughs> I mean you I'm, said it I'm a
1: caveman it. and I'm just swinging a club <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh this past week we had the 2020 Masters take place. Uh, I it, it 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 was weird. It was strange, but it was still really really nice and fun to watch. I uh, as most of you would know, the Masters takes place in April. Normally, it's the first Major of the year this year, it was the last in November.
1: Well, it's the... been long enough to consider it April, right? Like, since, <laughs> since COVID started, it's well, there, now, right? they're they're talking
0: about turning this around and hosting it again right back in April so that'll be interesting to see you know masters so close together but uh it was it was definitely different because uh what are the the azaleas that are normally the, the, the the staple of the masters didn't really see them they you know fall colors leaves changing a little bit that said the course still looked beautiful as always and and we saw some of the best golf you're ever going to see yeah out of uh the champion Dustin Johnson uh it tournament record
1: it went from a nine man like competition to a one man show really quick yeah
0: like, it it was there were there were I don't at yeah the, and ten day 10, day 12 guys
1: yeah well at the end of day two it was nine leaders uh all tied and by yeah. the end of day three Dustin Johnson was like four up on everybody
0: yeah uh, and he he did he did end up uh no I think it was six up after six. after it was, it was, it was round three
1: number after one round like he just gained what five or six strokes out of just nothing yeah he had a he had a, he he shot well he shot. 65 in the first round, 70,
0: you know, no big deal in the second round, and then another 65 in round three, and then followed it up to finish it off with a 68 winning by five uh, shots. It was it was really impressive to see. Uh, for, you know, we, we can't talk about the Masters without talking about the defending champion, Tiger Woods. Uh, he did win it last year. He had a, a promising run after after round one he shot a 68 yeah, and
1: was uh, two back and, and then i s- uh, dropped that 10 is is what happened what was that day f- day three he dropped that 10 on uh, the sixth hole? no
0: no that was in the that was in the final round what was that four okay. he, he dropped his his highest his his highest score on a single hole i think it was in yep. his pga
1: now, career. Water uh, three times
0: they hit the water three times uh, and that's where it kind of fell apart but you know if you look at his final round he he bounced back from that 10 and birdied one two three four five of the last six holes so he was able to make up some of that ground well and
1: the thing was is if you if he could have kept it without that 10 he would have been in competition like i think that's that's the uh, of, it, well I'm he's not, not really dj no no not dj a competition like to get top five, top ten finish, which is for the he master, would have
0: been, he would have been. You know, if he had just parred that hole, right? He would have been at you know, and then continued to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of the round the same way. So just change the twelfth hole, uh, his twelfth hole to a uh, a a three instead of the ten. That's a seven shot difference, leaving him at eight under par, cool. which would have been good for. Tied for thirteenth,
1: okay. Still in 13th the tournament, compared to what he got, I mean, he finished with what, like an eightieth or something.
0: Tied, like tied thirty eighth. He finished with a seventy six in that round. Oh, uh, you know,
1: okay,
0: but it, you know, it is what it is. It's it's hard to defend the Masters. It's hard to win the Masters. But uh, I'll tell you, it, Dustin Johnson did something that yeah. it, it was it was really really impressive. Uh, definitely weird without the fans watching it on TV. Um, it's
1: weird to see Tiger Woods swing a club and not have 20,000 people on it.
0: Well, you know, and, and, and while you're correct, we've seen that, you know, in yeah. the tournaments throughout the year. It was weird but to not see the Augusta Masters, National. But, you know, it was, it was says, weird to see the yeah. Augusta National. You know
1: course without well and, and something like, it was weird without the azaleas it was weird yeah. without the green trees you know the white blossoms the but i am the, glad we got it in it was oh, yeah, it was yeah. nice to watch yeah. uh it, is, and, it you shows know. it shows how visually perfected they have augusta because even in, in a completely off season you know it's six months seven months after it was supposed to be with with all the weather and everything else it still looked gorgeous oh, yeah, it was, it was, beautiful. was it was
0: beautiful and you know like i said earlier hopefully we'll be able to turn it around and have a you know another tournament mm-hmm. uh here in april when it comes back but uh couldn't couldn't not mention it given that it you know yeah. it was it was tiger woods my favorite golfer of all time and i'm nowhere near alone on that i uh, you know being the defending champion and i gotta tell you dustin johnson is is a you know a top two or three of all time for me as well i'm a big dustin fan so i'm really happy to see him and it was really cool to see tiger putting the green jacket on uh, on Dustin. it was it was really nice now moving on we're gonna touch bases on the nba because we all moves. know we, a lot we, talked, we talked about the season is right around the corner as we're recording this on Tuesday. The NBA draft is tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, we, we wanted to talk about a little bit because there's some trades. Yep. We're going to run down a couple of the big trades. There's some, some teams are making some moves. Uh, it's really pretty early on some of these to really know what they're going to what they're going to turn out to be. And there's a lot more moves, so we'll keep talking as it, as it goes. But run it down real quick. We had the Lakers trading Danny Green and their first pick this year, which is the 28th overall pick,
1: pick to
0: Oklahoma City for Dennis Schroeder. I love this trade.
1: Tell like, me why. Because Dennis Schroeder is a younger, more athletic Danny Green. He's a 3 and D guy. He's not selfish. He's not. He's not a ball hog, which is what you really need when you have LeBron. Because LeBron's going to handle the ball. You know, it's 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 not like the situation in in Brooklyn where you're going to have two or three ball. handlers at the same time. It's going to be LeBron. You got a little and-
0: bit of a tease there. You went with a little bit of a tease because we're going to get to Brooklyn in a little bit. Yeah. So let me ask you, as far as scoring goes, shooting, mm-hmm. not not so much the passing because LeBron will handle, uh, you know, whatever passing is necessary yeah. as, the, as arguably one of the best passers of all time. But is this an upgrade uh, from a shooting standpoint? Schroeder over Danny Green?
1: I mean, it's about equal. They're both, like I said, they're both 3 and D guys and they're not they might be losing a little bit of the, you know, a couple percentage points, I think, in three-point-wise. It's not much. It's like 2 or 3% different from Danny Green and Dennis Schroeder. But I think Schroeder's a better defensive player. Like I said, he's younger. He has a more affordable contract. And I just think he's a better version. Like... You know, you know, you you upgrade players, but you try and get a player in to, to replace them who's essentially the same players. So you can play the same system. This is it. So, and and Dennis Ritter, like people forget he was almost a rookie of the year a couple of years ago. Like he played really well for that Atlanta team. So,
0: looking at the 2019-2020 season, he averaged shy and nineteen points a game. Uh, Shot 40, we'll call it 47% from the field, 38.5% from three, 84% from the line. Not bad. Uh, It it had to have been worth something because they gave up green and the (laughs) first round pick. You know, and looking at, uh, you know, Danny Green, he averaged eight points a game. So you get an upgrade there right off the bat. He shot 41.6% from the field mm-hmm. and 36.7%. So a, a bit of an uptick in in percentage points to Dennis Schroeder. He shoots a little bit better uh, and mu- much better from the line. Much better from the line. Danny Green was just shy of 69% while Dennis is eighty four percent. So that it seems like a decent upgrade, yeah. which well, like means said, something more reliable for for the you know for the from the outside for LeBron to penetrate, get the ball to A D and kick it out to an open Schroeder. That yeah. seems like and what I mean, they're Schroeder, trying Schroeder Schroeder, Schroeder. Schroeder, I've been Schroeder, mispronouncing right, it. Schroeder, excuse me. Yeah,
1: but like he's he's a much better player than people think of. Like he when he went to that Oklahoma City team he was supposed to be that third piece when it was originally Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, and it was supposed to be yeah. Dennis Schroeder. So, you know, it's it, he didn't completely disappear in a year like you said. He oh, he averaged almost twenty points a game.
0: So he he seems he seems just from the numbers, it's hard to say how they're going to mesh on the court. But just from the right, numbers, right, you definitely. have
1: to really see it, even if it's like you know just in um, preseason. Like you, yep. you have to see something it definitely
0: seems like an upgrade and and as it seems uh, a little younger if I'm not mistaken you have
1: yeah, Danny Green
0: 33 younger. years old and Schroeder I mean, is 24 oh well he, here it is not showing me his age now uh there he is 27 okay. he's 27 so, so, so younger no it, 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 yeah. it seems like he was the, you know he was the 17th overall pick by the Hawks so it seems like an upgrade so i like it i uh, having the younger legs also could help lebron ease into the season you know a little bit differently given Absolutely. we talked about this last week uh given the shortened offseason, off season having some younger legs there helps yep moving on to uh a slightly bigger trade if i'm not mistaken
1: uh this is the biggest trade that's happened so far
0: uh you have the suns Trading a bunch of guys, their whole bench, <laughs> a bunch of guys for uh Abdel Nader and some other guy,
1: some guy named oh, that,
0: that the other guy being Chris Paul. I uh, whoa, yeah, that's. I I don't know how I feel about it. I but think I mean, mean it's great for, it for Devin Booker. People? He had a he had a great get uh, well, a great post Ayton,
1: like it, it, it's, it's they had two young pieces they needed that veteran superstar to come in and teach them how to play like they're great Devin Booker's is one of the top scores in the NBA like without a shadow of a doubt and oh DeAndre yeah no he's Ayton, a superstar and DeAndre Ayton is a future star they don't have anybody to guide them like Devin Booker is the veteran on that team. He not anymore. no, <laughs> yeah, right, right. that, That's what I'm trying to say. Is he loves. Now it's CP3. He's gonna teach Booker what he has to do. Hopefully, not you know without the the bouncing from team team to try and get what you want. I
0: mean, hopefully, hopefully. Uh it definitely hurts their depth. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. have to find some some players on some veteran minimum contracts. Uh, I would say uh, they 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 need to do some draft picks but they they just came up
1: in 2022 right
0: 2022 yes oklahoma city has made out really really good over the next like six years they have 16 first round picks which is which is just absurd i don't understand it but go for it
1: don't sleep on you know like kelly uber jr too like he was a good solid piece in phoenix he's been a good song oh, yeah no player they, i think oklahoma well, city did very well oh, yeah. uh you I'm know not, they, they i'm they saying I a good return, return for Chris like, ball that, that first round pick was huge don't get me wrong oh sure but ha- getting uber jr and even ricky rubio and, rubio and ty no. jerome and jalen
0: yeah i'll i'll go with lequeux it, it it should be interesting to see uh i i think it's very good for Booker and the Suns. I, I like, like you just explained. It's good to have that veteran presence, and there are few veteran presence better than Chris Paul. Expected. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's good. Moving on to the next one of note: the uh, Bucks. The Bucks made a couple of deals. They I got the, uh,
1: these deals. I think were way more important than the Suns getting CP3
0: uh, to the team. Please. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think the Bucks are showing that, uh, and we'll run them down here in a second. They're 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 showing Giannis. Hey, we're we're real. We're, we want this. So
1: we want to get Bucks, something for you. Yeah,
0: the Bucks get uh, in one trade. They get Drew Holiday and a second rounder from the Pelicans for Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, a, a first rounder first round this round. year. A first round swap rights in twenty four, uh, an unprotected first rounder in twenty five, swaps of first rounders in twenty six, and an unprotected in twenty seven. So here's the which way that, is unreal.
1: This is insane to think about, but essentially Drew Holiday is worth three, technically four, first round picks. Because well, the the you, you two the first two round swaps. swaps, yeah. Well, that's you, what I'm saying. you take the two the two swaps and maybe, there's yeah, there's you know there's, there's three regular first round so picks in there. Yeah, there's potential to go from a 29 to a like a five
0: in, in oh, theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but they but the taking out the swaps, they get this year's tw- first rounder 2025 and 2027. Yeah. Both of those are unprotected, yeah, Fushiro, which is very high very high. important.
1: But it's for, like, think about how important that makes Drew Holiday to that team now.
0: Yes. No. They they it was it they they showed that they wanted it, and they went out and got it. I you know I got no problem with
1: that. No, and and I love Drew Holiday as a player. Never saw this coming for a player like him. Like if if I saw it does seem like a lot. If I saw this trade and to include Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, like those are both all stars, like
0: they, they were, all-stars. they were big time contributors for the for the yeah for Milwaukee, so big time contributors.
1: It's, it's huge. A trade like this for something like Drew Holiday, like it says, it says so much for Drew Holiday. It really does. And then right after that,
0: yeah. Though, though now to be clear, none of these are official. I believe tomorrow they can become official, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So these are all you know agreed to in principle, uh, or whatever you will say. The Bucks then immediately traded Dante DiVincenzo. Nailed it, Urzin. Uh, I'm not going to nail there this one.
1: Server.
0: There you go, Ed. I, I got this one. I got this one. DJ Wilson. You sure you that? I did. Uh, they traded those three to the Sacramento greatest Kings.
1: In, greatest name in the NBA.
0: <laughs> DJ Wilson no, no, uh, to <laughs> to the Kings for Justin James and Bogdan Bogdanovich. That is
1: the greatest Boom. name. I love I don't know why I love that name. Like he should be. I don't either.
0: Based on the name, he he gets my vote just just because what of name? name. Bogdan so, Bogdan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's not uncommon in, in that region of the Bogdan, world
1: to have Bogdan, that happen. COVID.
0: So uh <laughs> they, they the Bucks essentially get Bogdan and Drew Holiday in back to back deals, giving giving big pieces to Giannis and the the rookies that they're gonna have along with them because yeah. they're trading everybody away. I, I think it would have been better if they could have kept one or both of Bledsoe or Hill. I but you know they get paid a little bit more than I do to do this, so
1: here we are. Well, I mean, Drew Holiday gives you the point guard that they've been needing. Like they've really needed. A point sure, guard. sure. And Bogdan Bogdanovich gives them that other. I love that name. Gives them that that other because like you have. Chris I'm not laughing at
0: him. I'm laughing because I know you you giggled a little inside saying his name. That's still the the that reason name. I laughed.
1: I love that name, Bogdan Bogdanovich.
0: No, it, it's it uh, again. Much like the other trades, it's to be seen how they're going to mesh and how they're going to fill out the rest of the roster. But you know, that said, you just got to get to the playoffs, anyways. What do you go? Playoffs? seven. You go seven deep, maybe in the playoffs. Though playoff? the way the way they've been playing, uh, Giannis, he he only played like thirty two yeah. minutes in the playoff. Which uh, I, I gotta I gotta think that's going to change. I think the biggest move of them all which is in in talks, but a a monster deal that appears to be somewhat on the horizon. James Harden just rejected a monster extension from Houston and is I guess demanding a trade but he only wants to be traded to one team and this is what you inadvertently inadvertently teased earlier. It's a listen. The beard, the beard has has some power. Trust me when I say it's, that. It's
1: insane to think that James Harden has that much power, and I don't even consider him a top five player. Uh we can, we can debate that on another day. I don't even know. If it's like I can. I I, can I, I don't. Just a, a quick five off the top of my head that are better than him: LeBron, LeBron,
0: LeBron, LeBron, LeBron yeah, Durant,
1: LeBron Durant, Giannis, Davis, Luca.
0: Okay, I can. You can make that argument. I'll say he's top ten.
1: Uh, he's borderline,
0: but but he's but he's all that they ha- like. They're already trying to move uh uh Russ as well. well okay. He wants right. to be traded too. Like they have nothing left. So what are they going to do? Get nothing for him? They got to do something.
1: I'm not. They got to do I'm something. I'm not talking about the Rockets. I'm talking about the Mets. At this, like. Well, so mean, so I
0: didn't get to finish the the oh, there you go. Yeah, so he is demanding. He's somewhat demanding a trade to Brooklyn, which would pair him with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Which, on it, paper, it sounds, sounds like a super great. team. But it's three. It's at least two ISO players, and I, you can
1: and, and not to Kevin mention, Durant like, can play with anybody. The the two worst Most. players. The the two most isolated yeah. players
0: yeah. in the league, like in Kyrie, in the league in history,
1: Kyrie. And I've said this for for a long time has the most selfish assist that I've ever seen in the NBA. Yeah, like yeah. I've never seen a player who passes the ball to be selfish.
0: It's yeah, no, the, I it's I, the I get craziest
1: you. Craziest way to think about it, but it's I'm with you. He'll do it just to, you know make all these moves inside and then kick it out for a three. Like that's yeah. not that while that works. When it can you, work you, when you're dealing with when you have
0: knocked down three shooters.
1: Yeah, and and but James Harden needs to make his own shots. Yeah, James Harden isn't
0: isn't much of a and and I'm loose when I say this, but he isn't much of a catch and shoot guy. He's a create his own shot guy. He doesn't do a whole lot of moving without the ball. He certainly doesn't play a whole lot of defense. Well, like, so okay. he he so, saves it for his one on one matchups.
1: Well, like to, to 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 bring it to the point that I was making about Kyrie, like what's gonna happen when Kyrie does all these moves, these fancy things to get the attention onto him? kicks it out to Harden and Harden, and then Harden does the same thing 10 seconds and it's like
0: <laughs> and then Kevin Durant's just sitting there going I, just give me the ball what are you doing yeah
1: like I, I I, don't think that Kyrie can win without a LeBron there I think he stands no chance with a Harden there like they're not going to work together and, I, and, and I tend to agree, great and you said it Kevin Durant can play with anybody can play with anybody like it, it, and he's been hurt. So people, it, people have short memories these days.
0: Out of sight, out of mind. He absolutely yeah, has yeah. been.
1: He is, and and I think that this is almost not even debatable at this point. The second best player that we've seen of our generation. Like it's LeBron. Was- then it's KD. Kobe, I kind of put in that one that generated the 90s or, you know, 2000s. Yeah, well, generation. so it's,
0: a, it's the same thing we were talking about yeah. with Calvin Johnson last week. It really depends on where you're putting yeah. the generational but, lines. But, I
1: mean, it, so then, I would disagree look,
0: that it. Kevin Durant is number two because I would put Kobe into our generation. So yeah. it, it, it's hard to say. But, but b- that said, is, before he's... Kevin Durant got hurt... Was he him. was well on his way to he was already number 2 he was making a push for number 1 you in, know in, in number one basketball player alive now obviously he got hurt lebron kept his kept his crown uh, giannis made a push for it but if kevin durant comes back and he's the same kevin durant or god forbid better this this is going to be incredible and i think what could hurt is another isolation player yeah. like James Harden. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not, I think that it would have been better almost if the Mets get Russell Wil- uh, Westbrook.
0: I think Russell Wilson would be a great addition from a leadership standpoint. I, said, uh, I, I caught was, myself and oh, said Westbrook. Oh, you meant, you meant Westbrook. I, I disagree. I don't think... Listen, I think Russell Westbrook is an incredibly entertaining player. He's a lot of fun to watch. He's very energetic. He's got passion. He can play really, really well. He's definitely a uh, stat patter, absolutely. And as as impressive as those triple doubles were, if you if you watch the games, he he manufactured okay, a lot of those rebounds. I
1: think but key... hold on,
0: I w- let me let me finish. Hold on. I don't think he is a good fit with anybody.
1: I don't think so either, but I think that he's a better fit than Harden for that.
0: Uh, Okay, so am I. (laughs) Bro, bro, draining, Just all day. All day from deep, you know. So, as we said, draft is tomorrow. I have no idea what's going to happen in this draft. There's a lot of speculation about who's going to go first, second, third. We kind of talked about this before. We haven't had college basketball, so we don't know what the hell's going to happen. But um, quick turnaround, quick season. We're going to talk more about basketball in the coming episodes as we get ready for the season. We'll react to the draft and any of these trades that go through. Now it's time for the National Football League. Week 10 is done. In the books. Over. And where we normally start with finishing our discussion on the Monday night football game. That will not be where we start this week because I, I think it's simple. We have to start with Drew Brees. Yeah. He, he went down on that. I thought it was a legal hit. They, they called a penalty cause it was the body weight and I get it. And I understand it. Letter of the law. I hate, that it, that it is a penalty, but I understand that it is and I accept it.
1: I'm uh, okay with it being a penalty so long as they didn't turn it into a fine. I don't
0: expect that they'll turn I'm it into not, a fine. I don't think it so was,
1: either, but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you can give that a penalty, I guess. It is what it is.
0: It, 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 I, I don't think it should be a penalty because it's in the act of the game and he had the ball, etc cetera, et cetera, But, you know, what are you going to do? They made yeah. they, they so all, it clear all that it, it is a penalty, letter of the law, fine. Yeah, I'm all violated. I'm
1: saying is that uh, so long as it doesn't turn into something bigger than that outside, like, oh, he hurt Drew Brees, he should be fine, you know, some stupid shit. And and in my opinion, more importantly,
0: they're consistent with the call. Yeah. No. As long as you're consistent with your calls and we understand that that's going to be the call, I'm good with it. That said, last report we got, Drew Brees has, and I'm going to say this, at least five broken ribs and a collapsed lung. The reason I say at least is because they have sent the scan for a second opinion because there might be more. Uh, it is possible, we don't know, but it is possible that this second opinion determines whether he goes on the injured reserve or not. And if he does, I that's think- a minimum yeah. of three games. That's not the end of the year, they're still in the hunt. But it's a minimum of three games. Uh, that, that That's never good to lose Drew Brees. I,
1: I think that the simple way to look at this is we may have seen the last pass of Drew Brees' career.
0: So here we are between week 10 and week 11. Let's say he does go on an IR. He does miss three games. He misses Atlanta. Denver and Atlanta.
1: There's, there's no way it's just... Let's broken.
0: just see. Let's just see. Yeah. Well, so so not for nothing, Tony Romo, while it wasn't five broken ribs, broke his ribs and played the next game.
1: Yeah, but he didn't collapse his lung.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's why they would go for three, heal him up, and come back. So let's say he misses three. Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta. Let's say he misses four. Philadelphia. He can come back week 15, play 15, 16, 17... And he's ready for the playoffs. He, what I'm saying is, is there's plenty of time for him to come back in time for the playoffs. But, yeah,
1: I, I don't see it.
0: That means, and this is the most painful part for me. That means it's the Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill show, and. The level of frustration that I have, that I had to say those words, I can't, I can't voice that to you. In my notes, I'm looking at my notes right now. I have, and I'm going to read them out loud. Combo of Winston and Hill, and then in parentheses in all caps, arg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it it frustrates me because. And you've all heard my rant. He's not a quarterback. But I've been saying that for weeks. I've been saying that for years now. That Taysom Hill isn't a quarterback. But I think okay. it is a smart plan to bring Taysom Hill to spell Jameis Winston. Than it is way better than it would be for Drew okay. Reese. So yeah. I actually think it's a it, it might be a better back and forth because Winston will... Winston will somehow throw thirty picks before the end of the season. I, how does this affect them? How does this truly? How does it affect
1: going from having a Hall of Fame, one of the (laughs) best quarterbacks of all time, to James Winston and Taysom Hill? I mean, it's not bad. Not bad. Like, Like nothing changes. Like nothing changes. Right
0: now, they are sitting at seven and two. They are technically in first place in the division. And I say that because they they're up by a half a game. On uh, Tampa Bay at seven and three, they're they're up one in the loss column, and and it's a two horse race for the division. Atlanta and Carolina, both with three wins, are you know pretty much out of it. Okay, so uh, I'm, with I'm the get... extra wild cards, it, it it's better. Go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. So a little story time. When I was Ooh, in I like high stories. school, we
0: were in high school. Well,
1: when we were in high school and I was playing for football, I broke three ribs, like, I, I want to say the ninth, tenth game of the season. Okay. I could bear, and, and I think I was 15, 15, 16, young. Okay. Young, should be able to bounce right back, right? It took Apparently almost, not. It took almost six months. That's a long time. Days. And that's the ribs. Like I said, it's not the collapsed lung. And probably who knows what other interior injuries he has. A lot he of did person- come back out into the field. Yeah. And, and look, I'm not saying that he's not tough. But if you're a quarterback and you can't throw the ball because it hurts because of all the... Sure. Court- sure. Yeah. sure. Who raises, what, 41? Uh, yeah, 40? please don't. Yeah, like, he's... Dude, I don't think I just I don't see him coming back until the playoffs at least. He is forty-one, and then in the playoffs, it, unless you're making the push that this is one hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt his final season, I wouldn't let him play. If I plan on having him come back next year and make a push for it, so I just think that this may be the, it that we've seen for room. So I'm going to disagree with you.
0: I, uh, I, I think he's going to come back again, based on the information we have right now, we don't know what other injuries are out there. We don't know what, uh, what complications he may have. I think that assuming they make the playoffs, obviously he comes back in t- time to, to play in the playoffs I, I think it'll happen. They he he may not be hundred percent healed, but they'll have flak jackets. They'll they'll put you know they'll tape them up to protect it. him. Just, he he's Drew Brees. If he can play, he will play.
1: I get it. I mean, and it's not, I totally understand everything about that. And if it happened, it wouldn't surprise me. I because it's have, not
0: it's not in a vacuum. It's not the same, it, and no no disrespect to your no, no, no. stellar football it. career. No, no, it's no, not I, the same thing. I get Drew Brees would come back. He's, he's getting paid $50 million. He, he Listen, he, if he can come back, he's coming back. Plain and simple. I, I don't know that he will, but if he can, it, it's going to happen. And okay. I can see them falling off a little bit. Like, like I said, they have... You know, not but the, the hardest schedule in, in the world, world off, coming
1: it up. Kind of brings it back to the same, almost the same point, though. Like, if Jameis Winston leads your team, where what week ten? So, are we seven. talking
0: about a Nick Foles situation here?
1: I, I mean, it's quite possible that he comes back, leads them. They got what? Six games left this year.
0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
1: So seven. If he leads them to a four and three record in the playoffs. Okay, so stop
0: right there. He leads them to four and three, so they finish. What does that make them? Eleven um, and six. eleven
1: and uh, five. Eleven
0: and five. Eleven and five. He finishes them with eleven and five. He's played well, not out of this world, but yeah. he's played well. And Drew Brees is healthy enough to play. Yeah, not fifty percent, but healthy enough to play in the game.
1: I start Taysom.
0: You see that's your. See you. I know what you're doing, and it's working. Stop it! You're not starting Taysom. Nobody's starting Taysom. Taysom isn't starting Taysom. So they finish at 11 and five. Drew Brees is more than healed. You're telling me you're going with Jameis Winston?
1: I. The hard part about this is Drew Brees might tell me that he's perfectly healed. The doctors clear him. No, then you have to go with Drew Brees.
0: Okay, that's the point I'm making. But if Drew Brees gets cleared by the doctor, the medical team, which, by the way, he, he posted a picture of his 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 three or four kids taking care of him, he, helping him. He's got the best medical team in the world. If the medical team clears him, he's playing. I think the only way it doesn't happen is if they go 7-0 and Winston is... Is perfect. Like, I I don't see it possible that if Drew Brees can play, he doesn't play. I don't see it being possible.
1: No, like I said, I get it and I wouldn't be surprised. But what I would do is just hold him back. I don't see any reason. If he's cleared to
0: play and you have a chance to win a Super Bowl, you're out of your mind.
1: He's had two straight years where it's been an injury that has affected how he throws the ball. Uh-huh. This is going to affect how he throws the ball for the rest of the year. Even if the, In the, theory, the, yes. Last year, he came back for the playoffs and did nothing. Okay. This year, if Teddy Bridgewater is... Teddy Bridgewater. If Jameis Winston is playing decent and decent the playoffs, yeah, you hold him back. You act, Are you playing one more year or not? If you're playing one more year, we'll just hold you off. We'll make the push for it next year. If this is it for you... Then of, yeah, we're gonna start them. That's the way I would do it personally, and that's why I'm not an NFL coach. That that's probably the wrong decision.
0: It, but- it I couldn't disagree with you more. Like I, I said it five times, and we're gonna move on. I, if Drew Brees is cleared to play, I, I don't care. Again, unless Jameis Winston is seven and zero and he's thrown I, fifteen touchdowns and two picks, and they're they're putting up forty a game. Then maybe you let Winston continue to eat those W's. But other than that, uh, if, if Drew Brees can, can play, he's playing. What if Let's Wilson move on. Hill
1: gets like you know two hundred. Oh 000. God,
0: God, stop, stop, stop! What his stats? By the way, his stats. He has an opportunity to put up gaudy numbers and make me, make me look like a fool only because. Drew Brees isn't out on the field, and and I feel like I jinxed through and I apologize to him directly. He's obviously listening. He is a proud card-carrying member of the fist bump army. Let's move on to feet a few of right. the games. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the Monday Night Football game. We did our Instagram live uh, at halftime of that game, which was was good that we had that because he was able to wake me up from my quick nap that I had during the first half. Uh, that was terrible. That, was such a that, bad game. Ugh, that wasn't fun to watch. It really, really wasn't. Your MVP, MVP. Hey. Kirk Cousins, gets his first ever Monday Night Football MVP. win. I believe that makes him 1-10 on Monday night. Uh, decent game, I guess. 25-36, 292, two touchdowns and a pick. Dalvin Cook ended up with 96 yards, but it was uh, it was tough. 30 carries, he was only averaging 3.2. I, uh, what's going on in Chicago, man? Falling apart at the seams. They they is this what? It, can we bring Danny Green? Uh, Danny Green? Danny yeah, Green. Danny Green. They they are who we thought we they were. Isn't that who back in the day? Screen. Dennis Green, I said, Danny. I was like a basketball. Dennis Green. They are ugly were I mean, the same two teams. Uh, ugly game. Uh, my my. The only fun part about it, it that game, even,
1: uh, and it's not even ugly because of the weather. Like it was real nice weather too. Like but, it was bad football.
0: It was it was bad bad football. The the only the, the only fun part of that that game was. Was the second half kickoff, which in our league, which we're going to touch on this briefly, you beat me in our fantasy football league, and it was over God. before it started.
1: Let's let's, but let's, I, it, let's let's put it. No, no, we're there. moving on.
0: But let's in our league, that kickoff return decided one of the matchups in our league. It caught co- that kickoff return caused one of our teams to beat a playoff team.
1: Oh, because that defense. They I had mean, the I Chicago Bears defense. So he didn't do anything for them,
0: but he he got he and and he was on your bench. Not that it mattered. It. <laughs> but no, he had the Chicago Bears defense, yeah, and that that the return yards and the touchdown pushed him over, and he was able to steal a win from one of our uh, one of our playoff teams. I uh, what what are we going to talk? About? The, the Bears are are garbage. I they're. They just—they don't look good at any phase of the game. No, nope. I mean there was that, and we talked about it during halftime. There was
1: that pick, but it was all but handed to and him by uh, by Thielen. Their defense, granted, <laughs> Minnesota was horrible on defense as well. <sighs> offense, but I mean at least their defense has something going for it. It's not just—they got a good kick the returner. Their offense is so bad, so bad, it, so bad. It, that's what, like. Their defense isn't horrible. De- de- any defense that has quarter, uh, Khalil Mack is going to be a good defense.
0: Well, and 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 they, Akeem Hicks and yeah. and and Robert Quinn, like they they have players on defense. But when your offense is seemingly three and out every uh, time, yeah. the defense is going to wear down. And I'm pretty confident that's what happened in this game because the Bears were doing all right. They were, you know, at one point they were up. Uh, no, they were not by much, but they they, they were in the game. But it's just it, there's nothing that we can say about this yeah. game.
1: Yeah.
0: It was it was terrible. Nick Foles was not good. It was so bad. And now he's hurt. So what is so? And they didn't even bring in Mitch. Your last year's MVP yeah. by by your. Uh, they didn't even bring him in. I don't even want to talk about this game. Let's move on to the next game uh, an even more stressful game, Patriots-Ravens. Ugh. We talked about it briefly in last week's Fist Bump 5 when we talked about we, we thought the Ravens would run away with this game, but we did put the caveat that there is a coach that could take away your best offensive player, and that's Bill Belichick. And we were in danger of him doing that. I don't know that he did that. I don't know that he did. I feel like the weather had a huge part in this game being the way it was.
1: Yeah, but it, look, it's not helping when the quarterback himself is coming out and saying people are calling my plays at the line.
0: Yeah, that's that's not that's not overly like overly ideal he
1: supposed to be a top five quarterback this year he's he's far from it
0: he's not he's not living up to that uh this game he went 24 or 34 for 249 two touchdowns and a pick that's an okay stat line uh he rushed 11 times that's that's it's yeah he then rushed for 11 yard uh, 11 carries for 55 yards and that is where he is special and didn't do a whole lot cam on the other
1: hand well hold on i want to stop you real quickly the more that that people have been saying that the less true it's become there's a lot of running quarterbacks now sure you know and i'm not sure that lamar is the best of that group anymore
0: i it's hard to say because he's not really doing it all that much but
1: but what i'm saying like the other quarterbacks that like the Kyler Murray, the Josh Allen's. I'll, yeah. I'll throw Russell Wilson in there because he is a scrambling quarterback when he needs to be. DJ, yeah. Don't you forget Daniel Jones. Yeah. Like there's there's good who are a lot smarter, who are able to adapt. To it the It seems line. that way. It seems that way. Yeah. You know, it, it's at what point do we say that Lamar Jackson? He had one great year in which he threw everybody off, and then they figured him out quick. Well, it, it it seems
0: to be that way, and this seems to be one of those instances where a player blew the top off yep. and then just came back down to earth. We're not knocking Lamar. He's still an incredible talent when he can be. He's still but, a good
1: starting quarterback. Like, but I, if, even, you, but even if even you look at the stat leader.
0: lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, like like we said, you know, two forty nine, two and one. That's a that's a good one. Conversely, Cam Newton won this game, throwing thirteen of seventeen for one hundred and eighteen yards yeah. and one touchdown. Yeah. That is not a starting quarterback. Now, obviously, he is a starting quarterback, but that is not a starting quarterback stat line. This game was won by Damian Harris, running for one hundred and twenty one yards. Yep. Yep. This was won by Rex Burkhead. Having two receiving touchdowns, it one, was one from Ken, one from Jacoby
1: Myers. It was huh. one from a defensive team that literally had to shut him down. Like it was Bill Belichick telling his defense, "You have to win this game." Well, and and they they did okay. They they sacked him twice.
0: No, they, they pressure
1: they pressured him a lot and they threw some strange looks at him that I don't think he's ever seen before
0: they only got two hits on him
1: yeah, statistically
0: speaking pressure. it's yeah, just but, i like i said i think a lot of the weather played a
1: factor yeah no, no look played a right. factor
0: in this game yes. so it's really hard to assess how good Lamar could have been. Again, they lost, and that's you know that's what matters. Well, dude, I'm but it, it's Lamar, hard to I'm say. Looking,
1: I'm looking at his last four or five weeks. Oh no, he has not had a good year. You know,
0: a court if you compare it to his standards, which we compared to last year, he has had a down year. Absolutely, one hundred percent, without yep. a doubt. And it's and it's a little painful. It's a little it's a little yeah. painful to see. I uh, and and we'll see. One of the best plays we're ever going to see. Hell Murray. Cardinals Bills yeah. was a very yeah. entertaining game. Yep. Uh, especially the last three minutes, whatever it was. Three uh, seconds. Well, uh, so I'm taking it back a little bit further when the game was pretty much won by the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen did a great job, brought him down the field. A spectacular throw and a fantastic catch by stefan diggs in the front corner of the end zone diving for a great great play i was i I was very very impressed by both parties in that play Mm -hmm. seemingly to win the game those of you that don't know that's why i say seemingly because kyler murray then led the cardinals down the field to just over the 50 yard line and through what people are calling as you just referred to, the hail mary, I I take offense to that because I don't feel like it was a hail mary. Uh, I feel like it was a fifty yard pass. He threw a great pass, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best plays you're going to see. It was, mm-hmm. and and we talked about this last night in our uh, Monday Night Football halftime show on the Instagram Live it you asked me what was not a lot of people are talking about how great the past was yeah, and yeah. which is better. And, and obviously the catch was better, but you, you asked the question, which is better the pass or the, the, the catch in an attempt to start the conversation about how great the past yeah, was. Yeah. And we had, we had uh, one of our fans on the Instagram live kind of push back on that uh, saying that you're a professional quarterback, you should be able to make that throw. I, I, Yes, on paper, you're right. But if you watch that play, and I went back and I watched it a couple more times, and we talked about it last night as well, Kyler Murray was able to avoid the pressure. He was able to do that with his legs, which yeah. we've already talked about him being a, a dynamic runner. And moving to his left, I don't know if you've ever played quarterback before. I have played quarterback in, you know, obviously pickup games. Yep, yep. It, is, it is not easy to throw the ball outside of Patrick Mahomes moving to the wrong side. Moving to your left when you're a right-handed thrower. Moving to your right when you're a left-handed thrower. And it takes a, a tremendous amount of, of awareness and wherewithal to stop, turn your hips... Because a lot of a lot of quarterbacks wouldn't have made that throw. Mm-hmm. They would have tried to throw it while running, twisting their body, and most would not have made the 50-yard throw. It just wouldn't have gotten there. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray had the speed to get away from the pressure, get close to the sidelines, all but stop, turn his hips, set his feet, and throw a... A pass. I'm not going to allow anybody to call it a hail mary. And we talked about it last night. A a a big trajectory is typically on the hail mary, and you hope for the best. If he had thrown a hail mary, I I don't think Hopkins comes down with it because there were already three. There would have been a fourth defender there. As great as Hopkins is, the odds are not in his favor. But because of the trajectory that Murray threw it. Hopkins was able to make a play on that ball and somehow pull it out of the hands of three Buffalo Bills defenders and basically stealing that victory from Buffalo. And as a wide receiver, it was incredibly entertaining to watch those two plays seemingly back to back. And I feel like that solidifies Hopkins right now. As the best receiver in football. No, what I've see been, you?
1: I've been saying that for years. For I, top, okay. I've been saying since last year at least that he's the best in the league. And for okay. the past three, maybe four years, I've been saying he's top three.
0: He's in the conversation.
1: Yeah, like it's – it's he's definitely – this just – it solidified it. Like Who is more
0: uh, – has more heartache watching that – Play unfold, Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson?
1: I think Deshaun Watson.
0: I, I think I, I think it's at least a conversation,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. He and they gave him up too. For like they were peanuts. Good, so they've been good friends since college. Yeah, like they played together in college. That that doesn't happen with quarterbacks and wide receivers often coming to the league. You know, generally, it's it, it's it's tough to watch
0: because he had him and yeah. that combo with the right coaching and the right play calling. I I mean, we we see what be happening because Kyler Murray is a. I don't know if I'm going to say he's a better version. He's playing better right now, but he's he's another Deshaun Watson. He's something of a clone of Deshaun yeah. Watson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah. I don't know he's that he's shorter, better, he it, but
0: yeah. he he is shorter. Uh, he's younger, so obviously there's that. Uh, it's it's a shame to see that happen to Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. But hey, good good for Kyler Murray because he's happy having an all time great in yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Oh, and another all time great in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, that's that's certainly not a bad deal. I uh, one of the best plays. I. I, I I guess it's in the running for the best play of the year. I don't know off the top of my head, but I it was, it's, it's, it's play
1: for the year so far. And it's, it's one of the better game ending catches I've, I've ever seen.
0: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's hard. But, but the, and we talked about this from an MVP standpoint, I feel like this pushes Kyler Murray. He yeah. was always, he was already on the outskirts of the conversation. Definitely pushes him up into it. Uh, you alluded to this a little bit last night about it potentially having him jump over uh, Russell Wilson, yeah. uh, given Russell Wilson's just dramatic downfall the past two weeks, but if statistically really three weeks, yeah. but the past two really bad performances from him have dropped him. Patty Mahomes has a has a bigger uh, lead, and he didn't even play. Still plug.
1: hasn't stepped on the gas.
0: No, I, I and that still is scary to me. It's still scary to me that that Mahomes can be that much better, but uh, And I had mentioned it last night that had Kyler Murray and Hopkins not, you know, connected on that touchdown, Josh Allen would be up higher yeah, in yeah. the conversation for MVP. But because he lost the game, he just unfortunately doesn't get as much. He's on the outskirts. He's, he's on the outside looking in, I think, on the conversation. Yeah. But Kyler Murray is, has has shoved his way in uh, as, a, as a potential MVP candidate. Every week, as you all know, we have our two segments that we do. And we're going to get into them right now. We're going to start with top to bottom. Top five teams. Bottom three teams. I'm pretty sure I started last week. So you're up. Let's run down your bottom three teams, Gio. All right,
1: number thirty. I got the Cowboys. Okay, they just—they don't look good. They—they—they've given I, up. They—they had a
0: buy, so
1: I didn't change them. I have them at thirty-one. Where they didn't? Yeah, I had them at, at thirty last week. I'm you kidding. had them at thirty. Yep, yep. So, um, I
0: have—I uh, have the Texans at thirty.
1: No, okay, and they—they've and,
0: and, and, they've, they've fallen down. Yep. And it sucks. We just talked about how much we love uh, Deshaun, Watson. Deshaun Watson, and it's shame. I'm a big JJ Watt fan. Uh, it's just they, they've just not looked good, uh, and and it's it's just gone downhill. Somehow it's gone downhill more. They played against the Browns, and that was the the, the ugly game of the week. Mm-hmm. Of course, until you know, we we say until a higher scoring game, but it. It, it was an ugly, ugly game. They lost to the Browns 10-7. to 7, just
1: A lot of it did have brutal. to do with weather, but they looked so bad, even in bad weather. That the- they
0: looked terrible. They looked absolutely terrible. So I got them at 30, and I got the Cowboys at 31. Who do you have at
1: 31? I got the Jaguars. Jaguars? Okay. Yeah, they, they don't even have a plan right now. Like, they have so I, I- what they're doing. They're putting, and I think that they're putting a little too much scope on their quarterbacks. Like, if I were them... I would accept that. Hey, I either get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields next year. So let let's just let these quarterbacks know that they're not going to be here. Let's stop trying shit out. And
0: language, young man. Uh, I had the Jaguars at thirty last week, Mm -hmm. and they just they just put up a pretty good fight against the Green Bay Packers.
1: So yeah, but I, I snuck them little... up.
0: I just snuck them up. They're, yeah. they're probably 29 for me. Okay. 29, 28, somewhere in that range. Shifted just slightly. And we both have number New 32, yeah. the New York Jets. Top five. Number five. Cardinals.
1: <sighs> I got them at six. Okay. yeah, got and them at six. And you can have them at either spot. I just think that they did enough to move into the top five. This I,
0: I I battled back and forth. I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks at number five. Uh, they they had fallen off a little bit, you know, in the last few. You know, they, they had that terrible terrible loss uh, a couple weeks ago, and then they turned around and they they put a hurting on the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, think I have them at six, if I.
0: Yeah, yeah, I went back and forth, um, but I I got I got the Buccaneers at five, number four,
1: Packers. Me too. Yeah.
0: I, Me I, I too. Just, Aaron
1: Rodgers looks like he's. He's ready to. It, it's playoff time for Aaron Rodgers. He just, well,
0: if I'm if I'm being honest, they didn't look great. Jaguars gave him a run, but no, with the Ravens but, but and Aaron the Bills losing. Rodgers,
1: well, and Aaron Rodgers looked so comfortable. Like,
0: yeah, he looked all right. He looked good, but but I think it was as much of a you know my four and five last week both lost, so they're out, and someone just stepped up and filled the hole but you know this seems like the bottom of these rankings the four or five you know and even a little bit yeah. of three is is volatile and can and can flip flop all over the place number three Saints me too I yeah. are we are we gonna be the same Saints I, I, I don't know if they're gonna be able to stay in number three a lot of it we'll see with, yeah. with Drew Brees hurt it, it's hard to say and and we'll go from there number two
1: Steelers you know this was the I, week that I was thinking about pushing them over. But the Chiefs didn't do anything to lose it. Like, you know, I, the Steelers. I they're 9 and 0. I
0: get that they're 9 and 0, but it just doesn't
1: feel like they're the best team in the league. It, I'll tell you what though. They had they had a great game this week. They did. They did. It just doesn't feel like they're the best team in the
0: league. No, like No reaction. Who's best team in the league chiefs. chiefs. It's the chiefs. Yes. The sealers have the best record in the league, but I don't feel like they are the best team in the league. I just, I can't, I can't do it. And obviously we both have the chiefs. Number one, I, they, they had a buy and. Here we are. Did the Steelers close the gap a little bit? I, I guess.
1: I, yeah, but simply because the Chiefs out of buying the Steelers were so good. Like, but it was listen, the minute the, the Eagles, like the minute the Steelers
0: lose a, a bad game, oh man, I, I can't wait to take them off this list because I've been I've been just beating this drum like the Taysom Hill drum, just beating it over and over again, <laughs> and nothing's changing, and it's been very frustrating. So uh, real quick, uh, 30, 31, 32, I got Houston, Dallas, Jets, one through five, five to one, excuse me, I got the Buccaneers, Packers, Saints, Steelers, Chiefs,
1: you? My bottom three are Dallas, Jacksonville, and the Jets, and uh, five to one is uh, Arizona, Green Bay, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, Casey's the best team in the league. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, even I, I, close. like it's really not even close.
0: It's it's not. This this comes down to less about the the record and more about the eye test. Yeah. To me. To me. <sighs> we gotta do this, don't we?
1: Yeah, we have to. It's been been kinda rough lately.
0: So I'm sitting on my couch on Sunday, watching the Red Zone channel, because oh, it, we both it might be, got
1: hit by a horrible plays at the end.
0: It might be the best channel in all of all of television. Yeah. And uh, my 10 year old daughter decides to come and uh, sit next to me. And you're already laughing because you're aware of this story. And she goes, Hi, Dad. And I said, Hi, sweetheart. Come on, sit. I like when she comes. She doesn't, you know, passionately love football, but she, you know, tries to take interest in things. She likes, you know, hanging out with me. And she always, always knows that I want to, you know, I pick winners and yada, Mm yada, yada. So when a game comes up, she'll go, Who do you want to? To win this game and I said oh that team and she goes oh they're losing I said yep yeah, yep yeah, I know I know they are and then Red Zone changes the game and I go and she says who do you want to win this one and that team and she goes oh they're, they're losing too yep yep yeah, yeah, no I, I know I know they are thank you and then it switches to Arizona and Buffalo and she hey, goes
1: that game.
0: she goes which team do you want to win this game and I go Arizona uh, Buffalo 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 And they're winning yet! Oh and as I'm saying it, Hopkins makes that catch and she goes and she looks at me dead serious and says, You should stop picking games. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Oh whoa, whoa, that's not very nice. And she says, and she goes, Well, no, I don't mean to be mean. I said, Well, you that was very mean and you hurt my And she said, uh, you know, maybe you just don't tell anybody that you lost. And I go, I I unfortunately don't have that luxury because I absolutely tell everybody when I win. So in order to keep my credibility, whatever credibility I may have, I have take integrity. I have to talk about my losses so I can brag about my wins. And she turns and looks at me and goes, well, you haven't been winning very much lately. (laughs) And I said, okay, you're done, get out of here and uh, that was the story of the end of my football sunday but then getting ready to record this evening uh, and uh, they no. were getting ready to go to bed and i, I kissed my daughter's good and she as i'm walking out she goes have a good recording and i said thank you sweetheart and she goes don't pick any games wrong <laughs> and oh you're man
1: hit. you're hit Man,
0: I've been getting roasted by my ten-year-old daughter, and and by the way, completely on her own accord, she she's <laughs> killing it. So now that we're done with that story, let's go ahead and get into the Week Eleven edition of the Fistbomb Five. So, in Geo, so hold on. <laughs>
1: Can we have like? Not only did we have a bad week overall on, in the picks,
0: yeah, bad beats. But, oh, bad beats. That
1: Nick Chubb
0: yeah that's a bad beat oh. that's a bad beat for you you uh it's a recap we did talk about this on last night's uh, instagram live you went one one and three uh What's you won on one the one dolphins like that, okay. that's what i meant one three and one you won on the dolphins lost on the titans Bengals, and ravens and you had the push on the browns even though nick chubb was running down the field to score that touchdown and ran out of bounds Wide open and ended up winning by three. I went one and four. I won on the Buccaneers. Lost on Seahawks, the Bills, Bengals, and Ravens. You're sitting at 23, 24, and three. You have finally fallen below 50%. I am still up at 58%, 28, 20, and two. Combined, 51, 44, and five. And with your your push... You won the week. You have the honors, my friend. Congratulations.
1: We're going to start in Cleveland. Eagles. Cleveland. Yeah. Eagles are coming to Cleveland. Browns are essentially home favorites. Three and a half point favorites. And I got the Browns. I just. The Eagles are on a serious downswing. The fact that they only gave Browns essentially because it's a home team favorite. Half a point. Yep. Yeah, no. The Browns are going to beat the Eagles by more than this. It's at three and a half.
0: I. Uh, it it looks, generally speaking, like you said, the the home field is somewhere in the two and a half to three and a half points. I think without fans, it adjusts it a little bit. I uh, but. Yeah, it, it, the Eagles seem to be falling apart at the seams. I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, I still don't think we know what the Browns are, so I stayed away from that game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but but I, I can see it. I, uh, I take my first game into Washington. Yeah. Where the Washington footballs are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals and giving one and a half points. And I will take the Bengals with the one and a half points because I don't think Washington remembers how to play football either. If you made me do my bottom five teams, I'm pretty sure they would be in the bottom five. Uh, and the Bengals, they can score points and, you know, call it, it's less than a pick em. If this was in Cincinnati, they'd be four or five-point favorites. So I'm taking the Bengals plus one and a half. You're
1: right. I'm right there with you. I got the same game. And for the same, same reasons. it's like, I mean, at least the Bengals have Joe Burrow. That's yeah. really all I can say.
0: Well, they, they got Bro, they got Green, they got uh, Higgins,
1: Boyd. No. They, I, I feel like I they mean, have more they weapons. Have, they have something. The football team has nothing. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, Alex Smith. Alex Smith is starting yeah. that yeah, game. Yeah, okay. I'm so I'm going to get a
1: lot of points from my running back because he's going to dump it off to him, but they're not going to score yeah. points.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't dis- disagree with you. Next game, I'm going to Indianapolis. Let me update my lines, make sure that it's the same. And it is two and a half points. They are two and a half point favorites. Who? The Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Are two and a half point favorites hosting the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. I got uh, the Packers plus the two and a half. Again, if you can get the Packers plus points with Aaron Rodgers playing as well as he is, I'll take it.
1: So I took this uh, just because it, it's hard to not pick the Packers to at least cover a two and a half point spread when they're not the favorites. Like against the Colts team, it's, it, it the Colts
0: like, have a great defense. Well, and, 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 and that's think what they, I was about they to had say. A great, they had a great game against Tennessee last week.
1: Right now, if there's any team that can stop the Packers, it's the Colts, but they won't. I got the Packers.
0: I, obviously, I agree.
1: Uh, who are the
0: Jets playing? The Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. <laughs> I'm not. I Jets. I I'm taking a flyer on this one. Uh, the Chargers are eight and a half point favorites, yeah. and I think this is the game. This is the game that Herbert flexes his muscle against a weak, weak, weak New York Jets team, and they win by they win by twelve.
1: So I'm going against you in this. I, I guys, had a feeling
0: you would. It, I had that, a feeling you that's would. A it's lot a lot of points. points and the Chargers
1: are... Yes, Ch- Justin Herbert is... He's definitely second in the voting for rookie of the year, if not the leader right now. Um, But I just... I think this is the game that's going to end up being a disappointment. The Jets have well, to have... A, the Chargers have been... The Chargers have been in close
0: games all year. Yeah. And that, that in its own right lends you to believe that a jet should be able to keep it close but I I am going out on a limb on this one I I had a feeling you were gonna take the Jets on this one and I wanted to go head-to-head maybe hopefully put a little bit more space in between us uh and the standings uh so I I I took a flyer on the Chargers minus eight and a half you have the Jets plus eight and a half and my last game I'm going to Vegas okay the Las Vegas Raiders are hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs are, if I'm not mistaken, damn it, they're seven-point favorites. Uh, you know what? I'm sticking with it. I got the Chiefs minus seven.
1: All right. I mean, I can see it. It. Chiefs, it was
0: six and a half when I first picked this if, a few hours ago. any team and has it.
1: revenge on their mind right now, it's the Chiefs going against Vegas because... They got embarrassed. And for the team that everyone... Almost a consensus we'll say is the best team in the league to lose twice in the same season to any team. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And they're coming off the bye. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can see it.
0: I, I think this is this is the week that they put up a big, big number. I don't think the Raiders can do that again.
1: So for my fifth game, I'm going to Denver. We're going to go the Dolphins are three-point favorites on the road. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Miami. They're a scary team. The Broncos are playing horribly right now. And I I just think the Dolphins are are making that push that they haven't made for so long for the playoffs. Like they've been waiting for this moment. So the Broncos who have a bad defense with the, the Dolphins that are kind of insurgent right now. You know? They're scary, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I Dolphins, definitely.
0: Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You played that Uh, game as well? I did. I did. Wow, so we got uh,
1: four games and only one against each other, one different. Oh, it's going to be an interesting week, buddy.
0: I I agree. The Dolphins are (laughs) a scary team. They've been playing very, very well, and the Broncos can't get out of their own way. Yeah. Quick recap. I'll run down mine. I got the Bengals plus one and a half. The Dolphins minus three. Packers plus two and a half. The Chargers minus eight and a half. And the Chiefs minus seven. You...
1: I've got the Browns minus three and a half. I've got the Dolphins minus three. The Bengals plus one and a half. The Packers plus two and a half. And the Jets plus eight and a half. Boom!
0: And that is the Week Eleven edition of the Fist Pump Five. Let's get off the Schneid. I'm sick of these losing weeks. They're they're painful. Yeah. And and I'm telling you right now, I I hope my daughter's sitting next to me when I win some of these because I'm gonna let her <laughs> have it. She's going to hear it. The whole house is going to hear it. The whole house hears whenever I win or lose either way. And that'll do it for episode 35 of the fist bump boys here, remote doing the zoom zoom. We will hopefully be back in person next week, but you know, we'll do whatever we have to do to stay as safe as possible. Hopefully y'all are doing the same as always. Check us out on the social medias. We're doing the Instagram lives. We post our picks. All kinds of fun stuff on the Twitters. At
1: the Fistbump Boys.
0: Everything's also on our website. Check all that out at www.thefistbumpboys.com. Catch us on Instagram Live, as I've already alluded to a few times tonight. Uh, Monday Night Football halftime show we do it every week talk about these fist bump five picks and some of the fun stories and answer your questions catch that during the Monday Night football game and uh, hit us up give us comments tell us what you thought tell us your picks we'd love to hear them comment on the website or on the social medias we will catch you guys next week on the next episode of the fist bump boys boom